This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. My guest today is actress Tiffany Thiessen. Her roles as Kelly Kapowski on Saved by the Bell, where I was a PA, by the way, and Valerie Malone on Beverly Hills 90210 made her a teen idol, but these days... Tiffany is cooking up a storm on TikTok, and her second cookbook, Here We Go Again, comes out September 26th. This is Just Be with Tiffany Thiessen. Let's get into it. Hi. Hi. I haven't seen you, and we're not, I guess we're not even allowed to talk about where we met, but we met. I know. On a, it's we met. such a weird on a show that I was a PA on years ago on the beach. And I met Tiffany during the summer <laughs> when you were a kid. And what I was... What are you was, talking about? We're still children. <laughs> you're a, Well, you're younger than I am, which doesn't seem as different now. But then you were, you seemed like a kid because those were... I think I met you when I was... When do you... When does one graduate college? Uh, If you really did go to college, I guess, what, 22? Right. So I, so I guess and then 22. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I met you when you were a kid and I met your, I remember your mom <laughs> and, yeah. um, you were, I, I just, I can't believe how long ago that was. I, I met you, Mario Lopez, Elizabeth, yep. everyone. Yep. And now yep. I've come across your path so many times in yeah. modern adult life. And yeah. so now you're kind of like a, a sort of a chef. You have cookbooks and yes. you're, it's, it's like a re- not a reinvention, but it's definitely a layer in addition to. Well, I think you more than anybody can talk about that, you know, right? I mean, as women and as we do get older and I think times are changing, we're constantly having to reinvent ourselves all the time. Well, right? it feels like you want like not like you have to like you enjoy it. You like it. Oh, You're no. liking these new sort For of like sure. I don't say I don't get the sense that you feel like you have to reinvent. I get the sense that you are just exploring other aspects of yourself because your previous life was mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. one dimensional, linear, and now yeah. you've got all these things you get to yeah. do and be whatever they, yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. You're right. I mean, I'm very lucky to get to do things that I enjoy and make a living out of, you know, so that's definitely something to be said right there. But I would agree that it was much more linear when I was younger because it was like the focus and everything was put on to acting and, mm-hmm. and, and all that. But food was always a side passion. I just didn't think that, especially at, at a young age, that I could make a living out of it, you know, right. like that's the thing. But But I do believe as you get older that it is important to show other aspects of your talents or passions or loves um, because it's it 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 grows you as a person but also you know I think it's important to show different sides of yourself yeah again I'm very lucky to say that I can do that as as a career you know well, what do you, what do your kids think you are if they're talking to their friends? <laughs> okay. Like, what does your mom do? Yeah. Because I'm sure they see you on TikTok and you're Well, cooking. it's different. I, I, my kids are both, they're five years apart. So they're very vastly different in the way they see the world and how they're going through school. And so I have a teenager and I have, you know, a young eight-year-old. My eight-year-old has grown up where he never watched my shows. So he always only saw that I was doing cooking. So he he says, he says, he goes, mom, you're a cooker. That's what you do for a living. (laughs) A cooker. That's so funny. You know what I mean? Or now he calls it, that's what he used to say when he was little. I mean, he knows, you know, he's better at his English now, but, um, but you know, he's like, you know, you, you, you show people how to cook. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I, I kind of do. I inspire people, you know, that's what I tell him. But when he was little, it was like, you're a cooker. My daughter was on set with me and, um, since a very, very young age, that was a show that I was actually shooting in, in New York City. And so she was like a set baby. So she totally saw me as an actress. So she always knew. And then my past, as she's gotten older, she's watched a lot of those shows now because she's 13. And so she sees that that was my, you know, my sort of bigger career and what I've done my whole life. And what do you think the path will hold? Like, where do you, do you see yourself doing both? Like, where do you see yourself what road going on both roads? Yeah, like- I mean, look, I've been able to be able, I, I've been very fortunate to be able to do both. Um, no one's working right now as an actor, right, right, right. <laughs> nor are my friends who are st- stylist and wardrobe stylist and crew members and makeup and all that kind of stuff. So no one's working right now, but, um, but no, it's my first love. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like your first child, right? It's, it's yes. sort of that, that sort of very precious, sacred career that, I have a lot of uh, a lot of love and respect for, and I still enjoy it. And the fact that I've been able to sort of continue and do many different roles as I was, you know, starting at a young adult and teenager up until the last one I was playing a mom, which you know my daughter loved that show. Like you know, it's it's cool to say that I'm still doing it. Um, but again, like no one's doing it right now, so yeah, but- I, I hope we can all you know go back. But do you feel? Well, do you feel anxiety about it? I mean, thank God you have something else that you do, but you definitely didn't think that was going to be your main. But that's the key. So I think because I have something else, another outlet, another sort of area that I love and I do make, you know, I can I can make and pay the bills from that I yes. don't have as much pressure, if that uh-huh. makes sense. Like I don't have to take roles that I may not want to take roles. And I can be, I feel like I can be a little more picky and I have been for a while. So you've been picky even before you've been picky, you were picky. And now this is like another. I wasn't always picky, but I feel like as I've gotten older, 
I can be picky to a certain degree, right? Because I have other areas in and my you've career. Worked, that's me now. Like I really can say yeah. that I don't do anything I don't want to do. But you're also fi- right? 52 years old. I, I, like feel, I, I feel like that in everything in my life. I say, I say that about friends. I'm like, I'm not going to be with friends same. you don't like. <laughs> same, same. And yeah. I'm not going to... Yeah eat things I don't like and I'm not going to, yeah, you get that way, which is why it's interesting. People who stay single, it's harder for them to get into relationships older because you get set in your ways. There are just Mm -hmm. things that you will like dig your heels in on. And, um, and I don't think that that's spoiled or entitled. It's a, it's, it's definitely fortunate. You just know yourself and you know what you want and you know what you stand for and you know what works for you. I mean, there's many reasons why you're like that, right? Oh, yes. But I mean that like in your third, I, I couldn't have afforded to do that in my thirties. Like oh, I just right. couldn't financially yeah, no. afford no, no, no. it and even didn't feel like sure. I could in my forties. So I guess it's a hard balance for a woman to decide, you know, when you're going to have kids, when you're going to work, because I have a yeah. friend who was worried that her daughter's wor- ki- killing herself, working so hard in her twenties and like has no social life. I'm like, who gives a shit? Work your ass off, make yeah. money, get on some sort of a road, y- you know, so you could set yourself up. So later you yeah. can yeah. make, yeah. make independent decisions. Totally. And I think that's the thing that sort of has been happening for a while is that we are working earlier and then settling for, you know, marriages and kids and all that later, right? I mean, that's how I was. I was much yeah. later when I had all that. I was watching a show where a woman asked another woman about career and the balance and when you get married, like mm-hmm. giving up your career and wanting to have kids. And it is really, it's so cliche, but it is a very challenging thing for a woman to do the dance because you want to be there for your kids when you're young, yeah. but you yeah. also don't want to give up a career because you never so know it's, what's going to happen thing. later. It's not so much marriage, right? Because I, I was married five years before we started having kids. And really there wasn't a massive shift then, right? It wasn't really until children came a part of that sort of relationship. The children do change. They, they change, yes. you know, they change both of you. That's the thing. Oh, you're uh-huh. saying the marriage isn't the thing, it's the children. It doesn't it's matter. The it's, the, it's having children even on your own or with someone. Yes. Yeah. I do. I do. So you 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 did you plan to have such time between your kids? I don't want to say I don't like to say accident, but like how no, do I ask that question? No, I we definitely wanted wanted to wait. We we definitely wanted to wait. And I think a little bit, I'll be totally honest, was um wanting to make sure that maybe I had a job that was secure enough, hence a TV show at the time that I would be able to get pregnant and they'd be like, that's okay. We can build it into the show or, you know, oh, I would be all the, right. back to like, that. That's back to what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. You had to, yeah. it's so yeah. interesting. You didn't want to be like yeah. auditioning while pregnant. And oh. then, and it's people... so hard to do that, you know, yes. it's so hard to do that. And then, you know, as you know, you, your body changes so much and it's, you know, the pregnancy to me is always, I had very easy pregnancies and I know not every woman has that. It's always the, for me, it was after it was that first six months after that my body was just in my emotions and my head and all of that was the hardest. Yeah. Um, and it was hard having a job and having to go, cause I went right back to work six weeks later. Well, it's emotionally, it tears you up physically and emotionally too. You oh, just completely. Split. You feel completely. split at all times. But I'm glad the show that I had, I'm glad I had that show at that time. It was, it couldn't have been more perfect in that sense. Yes, it was hard. Yes, it, you know, I had to fly and move back to New York and all that kind of stuff, which was hard. but. Um, I was lucky enough to have my mother come and live with us, my husband and I, and help us the entire time, which 
I look back and say how blessed we were to have like my mom and my daughter have this amazing bond because of all that time they got to spend together, you know? And Um, what does your husband do? What business is he in? he's, He's an actor as well, but also he has another career too. So his main career now is he's an illustrator and author for children's books and and is creating, you know, um, graphic novels, which is being developed into a TV show right now. So he's, you know, taken another huge part of his talent and and shifted completely into a whole nother into a whole nother side, which has been really fun. Isn't that interesting, though? The pandemic just as a concept kind of introduced us to the snow globe being shaken up and and it being anxiety producing. But then if you really go look for the fish, they're just in a different place. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. what you're going through is sort of like an extension of that. You know, mm-hmm. like it's yeah, like yeah. you have another big, big, gigantic seismic shift in your career, but you're yeah. leaning into other things. And who yeah. knows where the fish are? I mean, this will be an interesting True. time. I mean, depending upon who knows what's going to happen even after this? There might be a third one, fourth one. I mean, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I'm going to exactly. be soon and I'm going to be starting a whole nother chapter, you know, in my life again. And so I'm, I'm excited. And I've said this before. It's funny. It's like, I think I feel more settled going into my fifties than I even did when I was in my forties, which I know is interesting to me. I I never thought that I would feel that way, but I think, and I've, I say this, I think it's because I was having kids right in my late thirties, early forties that I wasn't settled yet because there was so much going on emotionally, physically, it was all about them. I probably wasn't putting a lot of time on myself. Yeah. Yeah. Where now my kids are a little older and they're a little more settled and I can come back to myself and put a lot more time and effort into me, you know? Well, I think that might also be why people, you know, a midlife crisis goes on because you get a lot of time to think about what this all is. And um, I don't know if I've exactly had mine, but I know that because you get older, it's a little more boring. Like I'm not social. I don't really do much. Yeah, I'm not going out, yeah. getting wasted, right, and like picking, right. you know, meeting guy. Like so, you're yeah. kind of just the, the career thing is really something that gives you something to kind of get excited about highs yeah. and lows, like yeah. you know, to invest in. Otherwise, you're just kind of just going True. through. True, and to then the next. because your kids are a little more settled, they're not needing you as much, right? They're not babies. So and your identity can be that. Yeah, like your identity yeah. can be that for so many people. Like you got to make lunch and we got to do the costumes mm-hmm. and you got to get mm-hmm. back, you know, and right now, like back to school, obviously it's happening mm-hmm. in your house too. And that's like, that's main character energy right now, back yeah. to school. Yeah. You know, yeah. my daughter physically is going through something and she's feeling slightly, uh, you know, you have kids, so you know, I don't want to like go too far into it, but slightly insecure and we're doing back to school oh, and I want to yeah. make, you know, she wants to go back in like feeling confident. And so yeah. that's a conversation in the yeah. house. And then- you know, that age of like, what are they doing? Are they kissing? Are they going to think about drinking? Are they smoking? Yeah. Like, what the hell is going oh, yeah. on? Like, All I, of that, I mean, the phones yeah. and the social media, which our, my daughter doesn't have yet, but it's a conversation that is being asked and talked about a lot. Like and a lot. the influence, the, yeah. the, the filters and who they're looking yep. at and what they think is cool. And like, you know. It's hard to tell a 13 year old, like, you don't want to do what everybody else does. Like, that's just like something that, but that's just not part of it. And I have to remind myself that too, because I remember myself literally having to figure that out. Right. Oh, yeah. This is the time where you really do have to figure that out. And following trends is part of it, like, following others is part of it. And then Absolutely. Learning, and like, TikTok is about following trends. Well, she's not on it, but yes, but yes. But I know she's seen it in other places. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. My name was Bethany and I wanted it to be Jennifer desperately. 
I read there were so I just did not want my name to be like this weird different name. I was not into that. Isn't um, that funny? Yeah, like it wasn't now. Like now, the names of her friends are so interesting, and I haven't yeah. heard one name that I've ever heard of. Every yeah. name is like Eira yeah. yeah. and like Paloma <laughs> and Ciara. Like everybody's yeah. got this exotic Brazilian Sports Illustrated model yeah. name, and we were yeah. like Rachel, Jennifer, <laughs> Karen, John, like. Yeah. Be- yeah. So, um, yeah, creativity and and self-expression is very different now. Yeah. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. Love this. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. So I get the sense that you are, it's funny because you're so known for being like this like young, hot bombshell and you don't, you are beautiful. You always have been, but you lean now into like mom, being mom, being natural, like not caring as much, but that's my thing. I think it's not that I don't care. Right. Cause I do, I do care, but it's more of, it's more of a feeling than it is what it's exuding on the outside. You know, I get it. I do. Right. I I guess. Yeah. You see me. I mean, I'm putting on a little concealer this morning and I'm like, Oh, that's, that's a little new right there. You know, but at the same time, I really try and it's not, I'm not perfect every day. There's days that I go deep, but I really try on an overall just 
say to myself, I've earned that. I've earned a little of this. I've earned this for really good reasons, for being concerned about my children. Okay, that's a good reason to have some of those wrinkles, to laugh with my kids and my husband and my friends and my family. Those are great reasons to have those wrinkles. You Interesting know, like, that you think of it. I've heard other people say that. What goes what goes on with me is like, for one thing, I've always been a person that would rather feel healthy than look good. So meaning if my face is covered in makeup, I will, I'll feel dirty. Like it's just yeah. a thing for me and I yeah. know it's trapping my pores. And so I'll be like fresh faced and not looking yeah. as good. And then I'll put on makeup and be like, oh God, look at you. And I like the way I feel better the other way because mm -hmm. I just feel clean mm -hmm. and healthy. Yeah. Yeah. But what's really happening at this age, I feel it happened yesterday. I put on this, uh, we're just going for a beach walk. No one sees us, but I have this cute like ruffly ba bikini and I put it on yesterday. And it just felt like a little ill-fitting. It, it fit, but it just didn't feel like it fit the same way. And I didn't feel like I looked mm -hmm. the same. And I just felt like mm -hmm. a little, and it's not overly revealing. I just felt a little yeah. desperate to myself. I'm not seeing one. Yeah. I yeah. looked at it and I felt a little desperate. Like, what are you wearing? Like, uh -huh. And it wasn't being mean to myself and like, I don't look good. It was just like, I want to wear what like a woman my age is wearing. Like, yeah. I know it, yeah. felt, it felt like a little old, but it also felt a little right. It just yeah. felt like yeah. I want to put on a nice, elegant yeah. one piece and be a yeah. woman that wears yeah. a nice, elegant one piece. It, yeah. I don't. And yeah. it was, I mean, look, it was a, I've, I've been doing the one piece for a while. So and I am totally a OK with it. <laughs> But you ha you could wear you could wear a bikini. You just don't want. I mean, to. look, we all could wear bikinis. I mean, no, but I mean, we're at a but place, I mean, but you know I would I mean. think we're you would look good in it. We're supposed to be completely okay with whatever you know. Like I do love that we're the whole self love and really trying to accept what we are. Um, but I don't know. I I I I think one piece is hot. I, I think no, it's so do funny. I. So do I. By you know the way, I mean? so like, do so I. But. I just mean that there was like an acceptance yeah. of eight. And I know I look good in the bikini. I could wear yeah. the bikini right now. No one would yeah. care. Like if you took yeah. my head off yeah, and didn't yeah. know how old I was, it would be fine. Yeah. It was just this feeling of like, this is where I am. And I like yeah. this. Like I like being yeah. a woman is what I'm saying. I like being a woman yeah. who's 52 years old. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I totally to hear your you. point. Like I said, I feel much more settled and and going into my 50s than I really do feel exactly. like I was going into my 40s which is odd but but I do think a lot of that has to do with just you know hormones and emotions and you know having kids in my 40 you know, early 40s and stuff and and being that all that is kind of back there I'm settled now like this is my next phase and I'm I'm feeling good about myself I'm embracing I'm turning 50 I'm not scared of it um, and I I'm see that in myself you, differently, like that, uh, even than I was when I was in my forties, again, like I'm spending time because I feel like I can now a little bit, right. It's not just about my kids. Like, and I want to show that to my kids. I want to show that it's important to put your own self, you know, but it forward. feels like it's in a nurturing way versus a superficial, like you're not running to boot camp and taking care of yourself to be like ripped. No, no, but I've always gone to the gym. I've always worked out. I've always been very athletic and always trying to eat healthy and take care of myself. But, you know, I've made a few little changes here and there. Like I'm just, I'm not drinking as much, which I feel better not drinking as much. Same. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's been one of the biggest changes between that and like, you know, I've been very vocal about ice plunging. I've been doing that for a while and it's really changed my life. So tell me why. Well, I mean, there's so many reasons, but I would say for myself, it started, I threw up my back actually right before Christmas last December. And 
I have to say, like, I'm not, I'm not a person who struggles with depression or I'm a pretty optimistic person. I really am, okay. but it put me into a really, really dark place. <laughs> and yeah. I can understand when people have something like that happen or they're not able to do their everyday, um, it's, it's debilitating mentally and physically. Right. And so, you know, I've, I've talked about this story where I was trying to do everything I was supposed to do. Right. And, you know, I had to lay off the gym, which was depressing in itself. I couldn't do the normal things with my kids. I was literally in bed trying to like ice it and heat it and going to my chiropractor and, you know, doing all these things that I needed to do. And it was one time I went to my chiropractor and I, I really put a lot of credit into him, Dr. Greg. And he, literally said to me, and he's known me longer than my husband. And he goes, you know, I've never seen you this dark. You walked in here with like a dark, rainy cloud over you. He's like, oh, I've wow. never seen you like that. And I go, but you don't understand. He goes, no, I do understand. I said, but he goes, you're not going to change anything. All this work that you're trying to do is not going to change until you change your attitude. He goes, you've got to literally do a shift. He goes, your mind is not going to help your body if you're completely in the dark. And so it was a huge mind shift of, of just kind of like, okay, this is, this is what's happening right now. Maybe my back being thrown out was a little sign telling me to slow the F down. Right. Like I'm yes. really trying to shift my mind into everything tries. I try to believe everything happens for a reason. And then I just started taking care of myself and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law are big health people. And they've been icing for, you know, doing ice baths for five years, like before it became popular. Um, and so we were going to see them and I knew that I would be able to start doing that again because they do it all the time at their house. And in the so cold, I, I have a cold plunge pool. I don't really use so it. I have a like plunge, a wood one. Yeah, like I have a plunge thing. too, but this is like old school icing, like ice. You go in ice with a little bit of water. Which in gives where? You the in your bathtub? In like literally stock tanks, like the metal big stock tanks, right? Oh, you don't even need to have the cedar thing. You're just saying like, go into like a bin, like a thing. It's like, a you can do it in your bathtub yeah. too, but it's like yeah. getting all the ice from the store and literally putting it like old school sports way. Right. So you get all the ice from the store and you do it this way. Yeah. But I, I do it this way, but I also, I'm, I'm going to say, I do have a plunge now, which is awesome because it's okay. great you can just walk out and do it. But what I'm okay. saying is I started doing that again with them and I brought it back to LA and I literally started doing it all the time. And it, but what's all the time, like every like, day. Well, no, I wasn't doing it every day, but I was probably doing it four times a week, which is what I'm still doing now with the plunge. And how um, long? Three to five minutes. Okay. But Laird Hamilton is very big into this. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He and Gabby. And yeah. I, so three to five minutes. And what goes on? What goes on? I mean, you know, it's hard. It's, it's, uh, it's mentally challenging, which I like. Yes. But I think the biggest thing, besides it helping my back for obvious reasons, right? Anti-inflammatory and everything the dopamine effect that I get from it is like nothing else. And, and, they, and, there's, and there's research showing like, you know, wine can give you a little bit of a kick of dopamine, drugs can do the same thing, but that drops, right? You have the little high of a wine, you know, have a glass of wine, then yeah. it drops massively. It becomes a depressant, right? Same yeah. with drugs. You know, ice bathing doesn't do that. It keeps going for a couple hours and then it wow. gradually just goes back to normal instead of dropping. So that's why you feel like when you get out of those, you feel like you can like climb Mount Everest. You know, wow. what I, mean? I don't know if you ever feel that. Like well, that no, I I passed out. I have very, very drastic low blood pressure to the point where if I sleep eight hours, I'm so dehydrated. My blood pressure crashes. I can't even stand up. So wow. I want I've gone into 
So I used to live for sauna, mm-hmm. live for cold plunge, even for just a second, not like three mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. But I went into it. I've twice I fainted in a, I didn't know why, but I fainted in a cryo tank. I just dropped to the floor. So I don't think I can do it because it's, it's so extreme. Not, it's probably not for And it you. sucks because yeah. I would, yeah. I mean, that seems, I also run cold. Like I'm always cold, but like that, yeah. I'm so jealous. Like mm-hmm. I want, I have a sauna. I don't use it. I have a cold plunge. I don't use it because I just, it's too extreme. It's but too that, hard for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. do your face too? No. No, it's funny. I keep reading how much it's great for your face. So yes. I need to start doing my face. You know, I've been seeing like on TikTok where people put the straws and they literally put their face in ice. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. I could do the face. I would like to do the face. That sounds well good for you. I I just love hearing about things like that. That's amazing. Um, And are you vain? Am I vain? I don't feel like I am, but vain in one sense of myself, like things that I, like, that are I you own, thinking things that I, I need, things that I want? Like, what do you like? Get no, all are you thinking it. about your appearance a lot of thinking about your body yeah. and your face and your skin? Yeah. And it's funny. I, again, I think about it, but I feel in a healthier way than I did in my thirties and forties. I understand. I understand because like, you were just it, running around and more. So exhausted. like I said, you know, I'm, I'm looking and I'm like, okay, there's, there's, you know, I'm, I'm getting, you know, I'm seeing it and I'm like, but that, it's okay. Like, you know, I, I literally say this, like, I feel good. I feel good for almost being 50. I feel good, you know? And I don't know if I always constantly said that to myself in my thirties and forties, which is sad. I don't know if I did. I don't know if I, I probably didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I probably didn't. I mean, we have so many things. Because I look back I... at pictures and I, I look at myself and I go, I remember not feeling great. And I'm looking at it now and I'm like, that was stupid. I know. It's right? is wasted on the young. Youth is wasted yeah. on the young, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you care about filler and Botox and going into the, any of that I stuff? I don't. I don't. I've been really good about trying to take care of myself and I'm not against it because I have lots of friends who do it and I'm not saying I never will do it. Um, but I've been really trying to age gracefully, naturally, who knows how long it'll hold up. Yeah. No, but I, and what does your husband say about it? Whatever makes you happy. I mean, he's not, he's not that kind of guy at all. So, and he, He's very, I don't want to say old school, but you know what I mean? Like, he's just, he's just, he's not at all. Like, the guy doesn't even, half the time I have to remind him to shave and, you know, get a haircut. So, <laughs> get a manicure, which I have to yes, force so him to. So, he's very, you know, he's just so not that. He's like the opposite. And which is funny because he is an actor, but he's very much not that way. Like, I literally have to, like, he's doing some videos right now for a company doing art. And they made him go get a, a manicure. And he's like, do I have to do this every week? That's I mean, it was it. hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, honey. Well, okay. So I want to talk about leftovers. So you've always been into cooking and food, but leftovers is like a niche for you. Well, it is. It's funny. The idea came during COVID, like literally at the start of COVID when we weren't going to the grocery store as much because everybody was so afraid of it. Right. And so it kind of put me back into that sort of thought process that I was like, you know, I was actually raised like this. This is what my mom used to do because we didn't come from a lot of money. So my mom was always trying to stretch food for the entire week. So the roasted chicken that she made on Monday, she was putting it into enchiladas on Tuesday. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. always trying to repurpose something. I do just know. I buried that. Yeah. So because, but it was truly because we didn't have a lot of money. And then we were kind of forced to do that same sort of thing because we just weren't going to the grocery store. So I would really try to come up with a lot of different things that I could then make into many different dishes 
as we were starting COVID and not going to the grocery store. And so it made me think like, you know, I've really tried to teach my kids about food waste. I do believe that it's one of the biggest contributors to global warming. I really do. There's there's massive research. It says right now, you know, the studies show that we we literally almost take away you know, about 40% of food, you know, like we go to the grocery store, five bags of food, we're, we're dropping two in the trash. Like yeah. it's, oh, no. the food, I don't, I don't like so waste sad. either. I, I'm really very, if we go out, we love my daughter and I love to explore and we're big foodies, but I'll yeah. say, and we can order as much as we want, but we'll take it home. We'll and take it home. Other things. For I'll sure. make, I'll make like sauteed stuff. I'll take a mm-hmm. side of broccoli that I wanted to have a couple of bites of and then make it into an egg white omelet the next Absolutely. day. Like, I'm very sure. like you, the roast chicken becomes yeah. a chicken soup. But I had a doctor tell me that left leftovers, not just because of the reduction in nutritional value, but for people with autoimmune aren't good. And it really broke my heart. I was like, really? it's not. Yeah. Like there's some science behind taking food home. And I don't know if it's the difference in the storage or the back. T- I don't know, but I was yeah. disappointed, but I still do. Well, so sorry. So you, you got, into I believe that there's massive importance to it on a bigger global level and also teaching my children, which I'm huge, you know, about, about just not wasting. And so I said, you know, there's a book here, there's a different kind of cookbook that I don't feel like I've ever seen before where it shows people what they can do with already things that they have in their fridge, their pantry. So whether it is the leftover chicken or whether it is that little bit of buttermilk that you bought for a recipe that you have no idea what to do with and it gets wasted or the chips that are broken at the bottom of the bag that my kids are like, they're broken. I'm not going to eat them. Well, I can show you something to do with them. Right. So it's stuff like that to really kind of think outside the box a little bit of the things that are already there to really show that you can get creative in a whole different way. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love when I see good uses of that too. I love when I see like those companies that do the broken cannoli shells and then the cannoli cream yeah. on the side that's the dip because you totally. know that came out of For invention. Sure. Stacy's pita chips, that's how it started. She had a yeah. sandwich stand with uh-huh. her brother in Chicago, I think it was, and it was freezing. And the one thing they overbought every day wasn't the meats and the vegetables, was the pita, because you can't run out of bread for sandwiches. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so they would start making pitas, and that became the the thing that they were successful at, not the sandwiches. Yeah, you never know what it's going to be. I love that. Yeah, she sold her company for $250 million, and it was the pita. It's so funny, because I mention her all the time. She must be like, this woman's obsessed with me. She was on the (laughs) podcast years ago, but I tell that story all it's an time. amazing story. It's a totally amazing story. And I, and I agree. Like it's, it's something I feel like everybody can relate to. And, and, and then a whole nother side of it. My husband is one of those people. And I know there are some people like that who hate leftovers. And so it was kind of my sort of a, a, a funny little game that I would play where I would take something that he had no idea was leftovers yes. and make something new and totally trick him. Yes. When he would always be like, I don't want that anymore. I don't want the leftover blah blah from last night, you know? Yes. But then yes. I just wouldn't tell him and then he would have no idea. <laughs> because some people are leftover, you know, they're they're ashamed or they just don't like the look of it or it feels like it's going to be gross tomorrow. I think I agree. he's more like people have either touched or I don't know. He's weird. <laughs> I no, love no, no, no. But I get that. It is a li- There's something that can be gnarly, but you can like refresh with like fresh greens or arugula, like make it vibrate of the book yeah that's the whole point of the book and so anyways that's sort of how the 
spark of the idea started. And then I really wanted to kind of shoot it in a way that was very nostalgic for me growing up in the 70s and 80s. And and so I wanted it to be where people, you know, of our age would look at it and be like, oh my gosh, my grandmother had that wallpaper and my grandmother had that mixing bowl. And my mom used to totally have that, you know, serving set and things like that to kind of, you know, give a little Corral. nod. Yes. Corning, Corning well, Pyrex. Yes. yes. All of it. You'll see yes. all of it in the book. Yes. Oh, I love that. Did, um, did TikTok like so enter TikTok? That was recent for you, and it, very it, recent. It, it, I it, thought it, I was it, too old for it. <laughs> to be did, honest, yeah, well, I, I totally first did. TikTok? I was like, I'm too old for this. Instagram's perfect for me and Facebook. I don't need another platform. But then I saw the blow up of food that was happening on TikTok. Yes, yes. And now I'm hooked, and I love seeing some of the food that's happening. And they were like, you've got to get on this. I'm like, okay, all right, I'll add another one to my list. And you're on food talk mostly. You're seeing food come from Most of my stuff is, no, I mean, I, w I would say it's a little bit of both. I mean, I know it's important probably to be funny and do trends. And I like showing my like, you know, my funny side and stuff like that. And so, and then my daughter will well, every now and then grace her presence at if she gets, you know, if she gives me the okay to do it. Because <laughs> that's what she likes now. it. I think she does. Yeah, she's done a couple with me. I mean, you know, it's funny. I, like I said, she has to give me clearance. She has to have approval, which, you know, I'm glad she has a voice and she's telling yes. me. And then I have to let her know that I'm posting it because a lot of her friends, of course, have social media and she doesn't. So I just want her prepared when she goes to school. It's so true. Something. It's, you know? And a lot of her friends are your fans now that wouldn't have even have known of you, which is weird because you go on the street and you have 13 year olds come up to you, which happens to me. And also yeah. we're like the losers. Like our kids are not even on it as much as we are. We are yeah. those moms that are like dorks that are doing TikTok <laughs> when, it, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like, what are you doing? I yeah. I, I mean, yeah. aren't you, it's embarrassing, you know, it's fun, <laughs> but I'm just like, I know, Bryn, I'm doing I a know. TikTok. Right. Yeah, see, I know it's true. It's very fun. I never thought I would, but here, here it, I am. It's the reverse. Okay. So I always find out interesting things about people on those lists, like things you don't know about me. So packing a car, like, but are you good at packing everything oh. or just oh, packing yeah. the car? I, I, mean, I am so type A that Same. literally my husband will bring everything down and then I pack it. It's like, it's like Jenga. Oh, I'm I so got it. it. Yeah. Is no, the suitcase it's, like that too? And is your daughter oh, for like that? Sure. No. Not at all. Oh, my daughter. I don't think either like of my kids are. I think my both my kids, I think, are a little more like my husband. Oh, kind of okay. Um, oh, really? No, you know? my daughter's oh, got yes. the packing and then forgets cubes. it. And then forgets it. You know, like he's like, I forgot my sunglasses when we were in Hawaii. And I was like, really? Are you serious? But he, you yeah. know, like I make lists. I have lists that are ongoing when I pack. You know, that's just who I am. I'm you like a packing a list. Same. Yeah, but I do it with everything, whether it's groceries or or to-do lists or whatever it is. I'm very, yes. I mean, my husband makes fun of the fact that I'm so anal, but you know, that's what it is. Okay. And I read that you love, so you love Thrive Mascara. It's your favorite. I do. I it's really very do. good. I like it's very, it. very, I, I, uh. But I'll tell you, having a teenage daughter, I'm learning about makeup even more now because I feel like I'm so set in my ways. And if a makeup art, my makeup artist isn't telling me about it, I'm never going to change. Right. I just, I like what I like and it's done, but she's the one now that she's starting to wear a little makeup. She's like, mom, you got to try this new mascara. I'm like, where did you go? Where did you get this? You know? Well, if you so like Thrive, you'll like it superhero also. Oh, all it right. Superhero is very good. And the inexpensive 
great option is yeah. Essence. Essence, I think it's called Princess Lash. Okay. I do all these like crazy comparisons. Oh, I'm mascara, sure you do. And I I'm don't sure. even wear makeup, and I have become an expert on it for no yeah. reason. Yeah. For yeah. no good reason. Well, I, I a mean, good mascara is like the one staple that you know. I I I mean, I generally don't wear makeup during the day, but if I'm gonna wear any makeup, it's a little concealer and it's mascara. Oh, I would. Those do, are the two I don't think about mascara, even though I don't have very long. I, I have long eyelashes, but they're straight. Like they go forward. I would be, I think, concealer or like some sort of like a, yeah, concealer or tinted mm-hmm. SPF and lip yeah. gloss. And lip and gloss. I have not. Okay. I don't have lip gloss on. So now. See, I, I hardly more. ever wear except for like chapstick. So I would pick. Oh. I would pick. I would pick mascara over. That's over so. Anything I want, on the lips. A lot of people say that I want to get more into mascara because people do. I guess because it just yeah. opens up. Yeah. Your eyes, but that's I guess how you, I feel. Yeah. And then you didn't get eyes, lashes. I feel like that's where everybody looks. Like you know, Shit. everybody. All looks right, at I'm their getting eyes. into mascara today, but you didn't get into. <laughs> you didn't get lashes though, like the per the ones no. that last because you don't want it on your face. Well, I you know what's funny is I years ago when it started to become popular to get those lashes put on, they wrecked my lashes, and I swore I'd never go back. And I yes, never did. it's like fake nails. It pulled all my eyelashes out. I felt like, and I was sitting there trying to grow them back, and <gasps> it's terrible. That's a, like, okay, not now all never. of them, but you know, like they took a lot out, and I was like, I will never do this again. No, I'm never doing it again either. Hearing that, yeah, no, it's and that's terrible. the same thing. The kids want to do gel on the nails. I'm like, it's going to rip your freaking nails out. I know. I've, t- I've had this conversation again with my daughter and she wants them so badly. And I said, no, you're not because they all have the fake nails. And I'm like, don't you have such beautiful nails? No, it's the worst as possible. So and yeah, the dying, they want to dye the hair. Well, tell her to get the dazzle dry. It's a type of nail polish that the salon has that lasts a little bit longer. It's a good, happy medium because okay. they, it dazzle does chip dry. Off. Yeah. Dazzle dry. It does okay. chip off in two days to their point. It's annoying. They get a manicure. They look cute. Yeah, two days later, it's gone. I know. And it's expensive and I make her kind of pay for a lot of this stuff now, you know, like it's part of like learning. And, yeah, I know, agree. I agree. Allowance and all that. So it's hard. I know. I agree. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owners racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. Love this. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. So, okay, we know people in common from that era. And it was like, it was very gossipy. Like I was a PA and I was like, it was very gossipy. Like me just like being a fly on the wall with all the young kids that came through and like all the different, I've met in my old life. I met Tori Spelling and Denise Richards in this world yeah. that we crossed yeah. over. And yeah. yeah. um, who do you speak to? Are you still friends with these people that you kind of yeah, grew up I with? I mean, I'm still very close with, with, that first cast. So Elizabeth and Mario and Mark Paul and, and all of them. Yes. Very. I mean, I just saw Mario. Not you are. Ago. Yeah. Very, very close. Yeah, totally. I, I see. I probably see Mario the most. Um, I would say I have the longest, deepest relationship with Mark Paul because my husband and Mark Paul are also very close. Oh, really? But he, but he just moved from LA. So he's not here in LA anymore. Sadly. Where um, did he go? He went down South a little, little more South from here. Um, so yeah, so I would say that out of the, you know, they're Mario and Mark Paul are probably the ones I'm closest to. Um, but like Matt Bomer, I'm still very close with and Tim Decay who played my husband. And so very close with them. Um, and as you know, we had a huge loss with Willie Garson um, a few years back, which still, still, still is so hard for me to understand that he's not here. It's just, it's, you know, I go back and, and look at my pictures and stuff. And it's just, it's interesting now that you're getting older, you know, you do lose people um, in your life. Right. And so it's, it's pretty, pretty kind of crazy. The whole death thing, you know, like it's... I lost my grandmother, which was an interesting, cause you know, the process of it was actually quite beautiful and she was 96 and it was, you know, like she lived an amazing long life, but during the same time, I was losing a friend who was way too young to be, yes. you know, to be going through that. And it's, it's a really interesting, I learned, I learned a lot about just myself and death and emotions and life and, and love and all those types of things, you know, but anyways, um, not no, to go down. But no, 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 no. I, I, it's, it's cause when you were talking, you know, you just provoked something in me where I think about you know, how, how close I am with my daughter. And then you like do the numbers and the age yeah, and like yeah. when she's my age, yeah. you know, like yes, I, I will be here and you do yes. that thing in your mind and it's noisy it's and it's crazy. anxiety producing and you feel for her because I had a child later. Mm -hmm. So I feel for her because I won't be here yeah. as long as if I had a kid. Right. That's the other thing we were talking about, about when to have kids, because one way you have a kid at 23, like you really spend your whole life with them. Yep together yep. you know yep. as yep and when you choose to do that later mm -hmm. you're leaving them earlier but yes. let's hope that people are living longer right because we are yes we generally are so yes. maybe that sort of evens out a little bit more right that's what no, I'm that's true at too. least that's what I'm telling myself <laughs> no it's true too but it's it is but you know like it, my grandmother lived till 96 and and that's amazing you unbelievable. Know? unbelievable 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 so, and and um, 
And yeah, my fiance's grandmother is that same age. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're starting to prepare and talk about and think about it, but you don't want yeah. to think about it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's the circle of life and teaching kids that too. Like Very kind, much the circle of life. Totally. You, know, you don't want them to be too immersed in that topic, but you want them to understand that. No, but topic. you want to understand. And I, we have, an, like we, we have animal, lots of animals and we have chickens and, and so the circle of life has been very much a part of like, Oh, crazy animals. Kids. Yes. It's really interesting. And the natural part of like, you know, we've had chickens that have gone to other places because of other animals. And uh, oh. so they learned at a very young age that, you know, um, this is part of life and, and this is no differently in the animal world than it is in the human world sometimes, you know? It's so true. And so with the dog, the dog conversation, the dog, the dog conversation, span, we've lost one. dogs with our kids, young, you know, when they were younger. So um i hope they have a healthy outlook on death because it is a part of life right it is yes it is it is a part of life that we try to avoid talking about wow uh well i want to like see you when i'm in la one of these days i would love to glad to reconnect with you honestly it was so nice um awesome tiffany thank you and i'd love to send you the book as well i want it ready to go okay good 100 percent. thank you bye have a good rest of your day thank you too bye So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.